0: Would you rather have one million dollars or start off with one penny that doubles itself every single day for thirty days? Now, if Mr. Beast gave you this option and you chose one million dollars, you would have a ton of money, but you would have missed out on four million three hundred sixty-eight thousand seven hundred nine dollars. Yep. if you chose the penny that doubles itself, you would have five million three hundred sixty-eight thousand. 709 dollars by the end of the month. How? It's a concept called compound interest and if you're unfamiliar with investing this is the one concept that you need to understand because over time compound interest can either work against you like how we've covered in the past with student debt or for you like how we'll be talking about today with how investing is changing. Welcome to Declassified College, and in this episode, we go over why the democratization of investing is important for every college student. Choose your fighter. I'm Justin Nguyen, and in each episode, we will unlock a cheat code to help you navigate college so that by the time you walk across that stage, shake your president's hand, and grab your diploma, you have a job. College is a game, if you don't learn how to play it, it's gonna play you. There are a ton of different apps out there that can help you start investing. But for me, there isn't a better one other than Public.com. And that's why I partnered up with them on this episode. I just started to use Public and it has everything that the other apps have plus a social side. You can see when and what people are buying and selling and you can even ask questions too. This is huge for those of you who are just getting started and wondering why someone just bought some Tesla stock. The best part is, if you sign up right now using the link in the show notes, you'll get $10 of a free stock, and who doesn't love free money? So what are you waiting for? All right, back to learning about investing. Over the past few years, we've started to see more and more competition pop up in the financial tech world with mainly one goal in mind, to democratize investing. I know. I didn't really understand what that meant either, but that's why I wanted to bring Katy Perry, who is the VP of Marketing at Public.com, onto the show. And no, she's not the singer, but she might get you thinking about the one that got away. Not that boyfriend or girlfriend, but that stock that you heard about that could have made you a millionaire if you invested in it. But you didn't. So now you're still here debating on if you want to have ramen or cook some fried rice with spam for dinner tonight. Just kidding. That's not really how investing works, and you're probably not going to become a millionaire overnight. But before we jump into hearing from both Katie and I, I want to preface this and say that none of what we say should be taken as investment advice. If you want that type of advice, you should find a professional. So, before we talk about the democratization of investing, why is this concept so important that so many companies are trying to tackle this problem?
1: Well, investing is obviously a well known powerful tool for wealth creation. But historically, it's been something that's been limited to a small pool of people. Even today, I think only about half of all Americans have any investments in any form in the stock market. So including a 401k. And so when you see things like the stock market performing well, or hearing about the power of compound interest. Historically, it's really been limited to, you know, less than half of the population. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Some of them are kind of ingrained in like socioeconomic trends over time. There's other things that kind of have been uh, due to a lack of access or lack, lack of access to certain tools that allow people to start investing who are in different parts of their investing journey. And it's insane to me that you know, I learned how to operate a saw in eighth grade shop class. And never did anyone explain compound interest. Never did I, you know, have a crash course in budgeting or learn about credit. And these are like real life things that affect everybody. And so when, you know, the co CEO of public was telling me about this opportunity months before I started, it just really resonated because you know, all throughout my 20s. And even today, I have a lot of friends that are very professionally savvy and successful. And still, you know, there's a big gap in education of like how this this stuff works, why it's important tools for getting started. And it's it's not really any individual's fault. It's just not taught. And we actually did a survey recently of our members 3000 of them, and 55% said they were self taught about these topics. A quarter said they didn't learn about the basic of, basics of investing until they were after 30. Just getting people started early in learning and having that first experience be educational and have the social piece and have a community, I think it's really powerful for college students who are kind of, especially people outside of the business kind of track, just to kind of get, get their feet wet a little bit. So when they graduate and they, they kind of start their first job and everything, there's that experience there that they wouldn't have had otherwise.
0: I never realized that only about half of Americans were actively investing. That is absolutely insane to me because like Katie said, investing is one of the major forms of wealth creation. Without it, it's really tough to accumulate wealth over time. Think about it. How much interest are you making on your savings account right now? The average is like 0.1%. So literally for every $1,000 that you have in your savings account, you make $1. That's nothing. Now, compare that to the stock market where on average returns are like 8 to 10%. That means for every $1,000 that you put in it, you will make around $80 to $100. That's a huge difference. And over time with compounding interest, that's how you can start to grow your net worth. So what does democratization actually mean? And how does public help with that?
1: When you hear the term democratization of investing, it's really about how companies, and a lot of them are disruptors, technology companies like public.com are using technology to help create an environment where people do have more access, something called fractional shares. So normally, if you invest, you in the past, you would have to buy a full share of a company. I think Amazon is like flirting with $3,000 a share right now. And so it's one of the most top performing high flying stocks, not giving you investing advice, but That's a stock a lot of people want to own. And so in the past, you know, someone would have to have three grand in their bank account for one share if they wanted to do that in the old model. What fractional does is it's sort of like an Uber pool. You can buy a slice or a fraction of a share Um, and you could do this with dollar amounts. And so say you want to commit to investing $10 a week in a company that you believe in. You can, through an app like Public. I want to put $10 towards Amazon, give me whatever percentage of a share that equates to, and you can own that company, even though you you might not be at the level where you know, you're investing in a full share. The whole idea is being able to buy companies that you believe in, in the long term, no matter where you are in your investing journey. And so you uh, really believe in Shopify and the things they're doing to help boost and modernize small businesses, and you really want to own a piece of that company, but you don't have thousand dollars for a share, you can still own companies you believe in and have that active investing experience despite you know being a college student and not having you know tons and tons of money yet because you're, you're not working in a full-time capacity yet. And so I think one of the most powerful things with the fractional is that Ability to have an active learning experience. I think we can all read, you know, there's so much great information out there. Morning Brew and podcasts like this and different creators and influencers that are all sharing great insights on this stuff and can really help you with the terminology and how things work. But something kind of different happens when you're physically kind of in there in that environment. And when you lower the barrier to entry economically, more people can have that active learning experience without putting so much skin in the game that they're putting themselves in a financial risk.
0: I think this is one of the most important aspects of the democratization of investing, especially for college students. I remember when I was in college and I didn't have that much money, but I still wanted to invest because like Katie said, it's the best way to learn. And especially as a finance major, you want to be able to show that you understand the concepts that you're supposed to learn in class. But when I was just getting started, man, this makes me feel so old. It's literally only like five years ago. But fractional shares weren't around. Amazon was like $400 a share. And everyone that was a part of the Young Investors Club was like, it's too high. It's going to go down. I had like $500 in my investing account. So I didn't want to just put all of my money in that one stock. Well, like I said earlier, the one that got away, right? Amazon is now at $3,500 a share, and I didn't feel comfortable putting $400 down even though I thought that it was going to go up. But I might have put $200 in if I could. And if I was able to put $200 in, assuming that I never sold out of that position, I would be $1,750 richer right now. That's the power of fractional shares for college students but there is more than just fractional shares when it comes to how public.com is helping people get into investing.
1: So that's kind of the economic side of things. There's other developments like the you know, zero commissions model. So it used to be you'd pay a fee every time you transacted, that's going away. And so in, in other things like account minimums used to be a thing, you used to have to say, okay, you have to have $10,000 to invest in this platform. Public doesn't have any minimums. You can trade without commission fees and you can buy those fractional shares. So for hundred dollars, you could start to build a small portfolio and have a more active experience.
0: Two big cheat codes that public allows you to do in the world of investing right there. First, bypassing having to pay for commissions for every trade and then account minimums. Let's talk about account minimums first. $10,000. And if you're listening to this as a college student, Do you have $10,000 that you can just throw into an investment account? Probably not because 69% of all Americans over the age of 21 have less than $1,000 in their savings account and then the average American over 21 has around $16,420. So zero dollar account minimums, they really help college students because without them, we probably wouldn't even be able to start investing. Next is zero commission trading. This is important because imagine if every time that you went to Chick-fil-A, you had to pay an extra $7 on top of whatever your total was. That was how commission trading kind of worked. It was basically a tax for the company that you did business with. But since that is gone, you can trade freely without having to worry about those commissions. Now, if you've used other trading apps in the past, you've probably seen the benefits that Katie and I just talked about. But unless you're a finance major, chances are you're venturing down the investment world by yourself, and that can be very lonely. That's where Public has their secret weapon that I absolutely love and I've never seen before in an investing app. Their social side.
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of people say that's what they love. I think some platforms you kind of are dropped into this experience where there's a chart and there's a place to put money in and it's kind of like you said lonely and What's really interesting is that with market volatility and and uncertainty, and if you're just learning, most people don't really want to have that experience alone. They want to participate with others, whether that's their friends. we have a a group chat or a DM function where you can send uh, dynamic charts to your friends and have conversations. We have chat groups around specific industries. So for example, I'm in a very lively chat right now called the future of fitness. And we're talking about Peloton and what Lululemon's acquisition of Mir means for that space. So you can have these really kind of meaty conversations about business trends and industries that is really kind of enlightening and helps you kind of build this financial literacy that's sort of horizontal across different industries. So a really relevant example for your audience, yesterday I invested in Chegg Because I was doing a little research and I was like, man, a lot of these, you know, universities are going to be remote. Chegg is like an online learning technology. Did a little rudimentary digging. And I shared on public why I believed in Chegg. I was sharing how many college students are in the U.S. and how big their subscriber base is now at Chegg. And I was like, well, I think there's room to grow. And after I posted that, I had three college students give me kind of the, the lowdown on how people use Chegg at their campus people share, you know, someone said, you know, watch out for the subscriber growth. A lot of people share logins. Someone else said that Chegg has run into issues with, um, you know, academic dishonesty and how universities are, are kind of a part of that equation now in with more students using Chegg. So these are things that like, I would have never gotten that information on CNBC in an article, but you have like deep subject matter experts. And and sometimes like that college perspective, I was like, I would have never gotten that. So you get the same thing with, you know, we have designers in the community. We have people that work in healthcare, people that work in legal cannabis, and they're giving that layer of industry expertise that is really, really interesting when you're talking about these businesses and trends.
0: I think we can all relate to sharing Chegg logins when it comes to studying for finals week. And like I've said before, This is where I think public is so different from their competitors. The ability to interact and gain insights from people in different industries is so important when it comes to investing. Now, I don't know if Chegg is going to go up or down in the future, but that point about how students can share logins is probably really hard to find online. And I doubt Chegg would ever release those numbers if they even know about them. But that's where community comes into play. You gain insights from people who are on the ground and can provide you information that you would have never thought to look for. So to wrap everything up, Public is a great app and the democratization of investing is super important, especially for college students. It gives you a chance to get in on this big slice of the investing pie. Now, if you want to get started on your piece of pie, download the Public app using the link below and you'll be able to get $10 for a slice of a piece of stock. Make sure that you subscribe because part two of this interview with Katy Perry releases later this week.